When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. We host the Holderness Family Podcast every Tuesday. You may know us from the silly videos that we make online. Or a book about marriage called Everybody Fights. Or as winners of season 33 of The Amazing Race. Still can't believe that happened. Listen, we do a lot of stuff, but our podcast is our most favorite thing. Yeah, because every week we get to sit down face-to-face, talk to each other about marriage, family, mental health, or just anything that we want to know more about. Sometimes we have expert interviews, sometimes it's just us, but our goal is to bring some joy and laughter into your life every week. Our other goal is that maybe you will learn something as well. Right. So search the Holderness Family Podcast and check out our most recent episodes. We have one about staying organized with creators of the Home Edit. And one about being diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. We hope you'll join us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife. Kathy. Hello. This is the Cinemile, the podcast where we used to walk home from the movies and now we stay at home for the movies. And we send desperate tweets out asking people to recommend movies for us. Um, so thank you, people who recommended, is it what's it called? The Vast of Night? Uh, Nick Mortimer, Bradley, Holiday, and Billy, one of our loyal patrons, recommended this on Twitter. So guys, it's your fault if we don't like it. <laughs> oh, that's where you're going with yeah. it. And we're also joined by guest mother slash mother-in-law, Linda. Hi. And we're, in, we're in your house to watch yeah. The Vast of Night. Now, I don't know what this is. I don't know anything about it. I've never heard of it before. I don't know who's in it. I don't uh, know anything except that there's this freeze frame of some buildings and it's an hour and 30 minutes long. And it's I don't want to know frame. anything. It's so, on Amazon Prime. Um, so the let's other make this one, short. The other one that was, he doesn't want to know anything. I he tried doesn't. to look it up a few minutes ago. He yeah. doesn't want to know anything. So I'll just have to. I want to be surprised. Okay. Do you want to cover and elated in equal measure? Do you want to know why I picked this movie? Because lots of people recommended The Old Guard on Netflix as well. Oh, is that the Charlize Theron thing? Yeah. Yeah. The core difference is that this movie's ninety minutes and that movie's two hours. That's the co- that's that influenced your choice. No surprise. Influence. Um, I like Charlie's Theron I might watch yeah, that like movie her. can yeah. I tell you what genre this is at least no oh okay. I'm gonna guess the genre no don't have to guess because okay. Dave because you read the you synopsis. can guess oh no you've read the synopsis I don't want to know a thing I just okay. want us all to sit here in silence for this podcast okay. intro and mom, <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing and mom thank you we haven't had you on the podcast in ages it's been so long yeah. well yeah. on the movie podcast the movie. she's been on the TV Patreon podcast yeah that's no, um, nice nice to be back yeah we're in Ireland when was the last time you, you were on I'm gonna say three billboards. Could it be that was long? Was it that long ago? No. Could it be? 
Well, good segue. Meghan Markle? We just, we Meghan ju- Markle on the couch? No, that was ages ago. Was Harry, when Harry met Melly. Yeah. Meghan. Harry it's met been Meghan. a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, I think you guys having children has impacted my oh, capacity so to guest slot because I'm usually... Do you know, we hadn't actually really, <laughs> we hadn't really considered that when we yeah. decided to have children. I know. And yeah. then just the kind of global pandemic got in the way. I think, oh, no, that, that's actually that's in it. my favour because you have to sit here on my couch watching <laughs> me, <which is> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, no, it's nice to be back. And I love the podcast, so I would listen to you anyway. And it's an even bonus well, now it. listen to myself. And go on. You didn't say it exactly like I wrote, but that was, <laughs> oh, uh, that was pretty good. Uh, and thanks everyone for recommending it. Do I still get my fiver? Thanks everyone for recommending it. I'm really excited by this one from what I've seen but no I won't tell Dave what it's about or he'll no. get very upset with me I'm excited Yeah, I'm gonna guess Okay, it's about vampires No, good guess who um, guess the genre it's about uh, the genre yeah um, fantasy close sci-fi yeah it's a sci-fi yeah I like the sky the sci-fis I know we love sci-fis so um, this is good science and fiction together yeah. okay, at last let's go <laughs> <laughs> alright okay, see bye. you later 718 here at WOTW. We got a sound we'd like to play that seems to be bouncing around the valley tonight. Yes, I have a story that might be helpful. I can tell you what's going on. The sound we heard out in the desert. It was coming from thousands of feet higher than anything could fly. They've come here before. They've liked this place. They always have. Hi, we're back. We uh, wa- the, watched the vast of night into the the, the night. It was vastly, a, vastly, and here we are, staring into the abyss. Can you hear the dishwasher? Yes. Awesome. It's That's very the loud. dishwasher. <laughs> Mom, tell oh. us what the movie's about with no spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, and then tell us if you liked it or not. I just think the dishwasher noises was a good segue. Yeah. Because this movie oh. is about two young people. Um, indiscrimin- washing dishes indiscriminate age not washing dishes I'd say under 20 both of them who've got these like part time these jobs at night so they're on their own at night in their respective jobs while the whole town is at a basketball match and they hear these sounds now they wouldn't have had dishwashers then so it could have sounded like that but it's a frequency a high frequency sound that's coming over the radio and it leads them on an adventure to discover what's going on and they meet some people who have stories about unexplained sounds from the past Mm. and it leads them into no spoilers but it ends up with them discovering the source of the sound as they move move gracefully into some unknown future do you know I was absolutely enthralled by it mostly because it's set in the 50s and it actually felt like it was made in the 50s I never saw a 50s movies movie that Looked so much like it was made in the fifties, even though it was made last year. I guess. Have you ever seen Crease? It didn't. It didn't no. <laughs> stop! 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 stop. <laughs> it okay. was made in two thousand sixteen, I think, a couple of years ago. Yeah, but it really, and the, like they had this beautiful way of introducing it, where you saw it playing out on a small black and white fifties TV. So. Yeah, I did. I mean, it was really interesting camera work. 
the whole thing seemed to be shot as if there was a camera on a dog. It was shot so yeah, low. Yeah, it's so down. low. It's really interesting. Really low. And the camera just kept moving. So it looked, I know, know you said, we talked about it, there were breaks in scenes, but it almost looked like a continuous shot, yeah. a lot of it, like that war movie claimed to be. Yeah, but this one looked like it was just one dog running around filming. It's <laughs> become, I think every movie is a one is a one, <laughs> one shot uh, pony now. Um, yeah, but but this was weird. before 19... What was it? 1917. Didn't this yeah. just come out? It was made in 2016. Oh, was it? Oh, so Ka- oh Cathy's done some research. 1917 ripped this movie right off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think the low camera angle was a point of difference. I don't think I've ever seen... I've never, never seen, felt so never low felt down yeah, yeah. as a viewer. I felt like it had been strapped to a buggy. Yeah, or a yeah. A very steady... A dog in a buggy. (laughs) I think that's actually how they did it. It's a behind the scenes... Oh, the baby. There was a baby in it. No spoilers. Maybe the baby was doing the filming. They strapped a GoPro on the baby's head, (laughs) uh, put a saddle on a dog, and then said, action! Action. Mom, I like that you called it a basketball match. Oh, what was it? It's a game. It's a game. (laughs) Oh, it's it's match Irish. Yeah. Is it? Basketball match. But you could say match, match is British as well. Match of the day. Okay, fine. Anyway, we can't claim that. Dave, one. what did you think we of the movie? We can claim anything we like. Yeah. It's ours. Hands it's off, ours. Britain. We own matches. <laughs> we own matches. We also own the things that start fires. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought it was really interesting, uh, unique. It felt really like it's slow and engrossing at the beginning. It's very naturalistic. It's just a lot of people having conversations, often over each other. Um, although the low down camera angle and which often follows people while they're walking at the beginning made it very difficult to understand what they were saying and they all had accents so it was a movie it was behind them yeah. so it was like imagine it's just filming like their arses basically and we had to put on the subtitles yeah because, that's very Irish yeah between, between their accents and the fact that we couldn't see their lips moving between their accents and their arses yes we <laughs> <laughs> had to put on the yeah. subtitles we had subtitles on for like at least the first 20 minutes of this movie yeah I'd say half of it I actually felt myself like I sounded like so old I just went I have no idea what they're talking about or what's happening and as soon as we put the subtitles on that fixed it well so. also there's a lot of 50s lingo in here which I liked like the uh, yeah. the uh, guy the radio guy Everett talks about like now now you're baking biscuits and things like this it just drops in all this like I think it, it feels like a film with uh, your, I agree with you it's like it really did feel like in the 50s and it felt like some this was filled with little details uh, authentic details from that time particularly around technology and the audio like there's a real love for the craft of radio and the tapes and I really admire that the um, the the actor that, that played Everett um, like was doing all that stuff like we watch him like putting these reels on Jake Horowitz speed. Yeah, speed yeah reel to reel tapes so th- I felt like there was and an, the actress and was really doing a switchboard yes exactly like and now she could have been putting the things in anywhere I guess but like uh but but she she felt like I believed that she knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of sort of um, physical acting involved in both of their roles, and they were both really excellent. And and the conversations good. are very naturalistic. Like there's people talking there's, at one stage, there's four people talking t- at the same time. Which is where the subtitles came right in handy. Yeah. Yeah. And so I I liked it. It's intriguing. Uh, it's a slow build. It's kind of slowly creepy. Um, there's a lot of interesting camera work. The framing device is really interesting with the, um, the as you said, the 50s sort of outer limits, Twilight Zone thing, which is fun. It felt like just a real love letter to uh, old sci-fi uh, and a particular genre of sci-fi. Um, 
So yeah, I, I think it was really, really good overall. In the end, it kind of left me a bit sort of shruggy. I'll be honest. Um, I don't think the conclusion was. Is that what you were doing? Shrugging. I was shrugging. Yeah. Ah. Was like, oh right. Yeah. Shruggy Dave. Shruggy Dave. I was shrug. I just shrugging it <laughs> off. But um, so it didn't. I I would say like I was enjoying it while it was happening, but it didn't really leave a lasting impact on me. Um, I would say exactly the same. I I really enjoyed it. There was a lot that was nice, but. It made no difference to my life. I didn't. No, I'm not going <laughs> to no. think about this again. No, but and I don't yeah. mean that joke. Like a lot of things I do watch, and we've been watching while you've been here, a couple of TV shows that are thought-provoking, mm-hmm. raising questions and cause for conversation. And this was just pleasant. Now, what I did find interesting, what made it so 50s, oh, each of the characters had really long monologues. Like the lady at the end, they went to some lady's house who had some insight into the whole source of the the electronic noises. She must have spoken uninterrupted for five minutes. Mm -hmm. And also there was a guy, Henry Harry, on radio. Billy. Billy. See, Billy. He spoke uninterrupted for probably ten minutes. So it had that whole sense of unhurriedness that movies from the 50s had. Remember they were long? Yeah. There was no sense of hurry. The scenes didn't change quickly. It had all of that. So it was well done and I enjoyed it. And it takes its time, this movie. I, I, I liked that about it. it. And yet it was only 90 minutes and although, got everything done. Although one, one last thing. The, um, what's interesting about what you're describing, these long takes and this very slow dialogue, that... Uh, style of filmmaking only exists when we're in the actual like um, the actual world when you when we're watching it through the lens of the TV screen you get fast cuts and hard edits and there's no movement so they actually filmed it in two different styles which I thought was really interesting this is really interesting I hadn't noticed that so it's more like it like an old TV show with like little there's no style in the Mm. in the 4x3 bit anyway Kathy what about you how do you feel about it? Yeah, I really liked it as well. Um, I'm really glad you guys recommended it. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> I think it was like a long enough 90 minutes. I think I'm glad that it was only that long. Like it felt long, a bit longer than that. Now, partially because when we don't go to the cinema and we watch movies at home, without fail, our six-month-old baby will wake up crying in the middle of the movie and we have to go and settle him and come down again. So it's an absolute killer. So, Mum, in that sense, as much as we loved watching the movie with you, it would have been much easier if we were in the cinema and you were at home with the crying baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I thought it was really good. It's a first time... He's a first time director who also wrote it and self-financed it. So that's pretty cool. And it was rejected from 18 film festivals before it got accepted in the Slam Dance Film Festival, which I don't know where it won Best Narrative Feature Audience Award. And it's hugely, like, everyone really likes it. It does really well, like, on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. I really liked the setting. It's funny because it's a setting we've seen before, like, this sort of sci-fi in the 50s. But I think they did it in a really interesting way. And I really liked the two main characters. And I obviously like stuff set around radios because we do a podcast. Um, And I thought the acting was all really good. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, But at the start, I think it is genuinely hard to follow and you need to give it a bit of a go for the first couple of minutes um, and I think we should go to spoilers what do you guys think because it is a mystery so it'll be fun to talk about the mystery okay spoilers now for The Vast yeah. of Night and for anyone who missed us saying it in the intro it's on Amazon Prime they picked it up so like it's an exclusive on Amazon Prime um, which is cool Amazon Prime are doing more good stuff now they're kind of yeah. gathering up their inventory a bit you know what I mean for a long time they weren't really the place you'd go to looking for stuff 
It's still this. This wouldn't be like this. Isn't a subscription driver, is it though? No, like, but I'm it, not it like, makes me feel good about her subscription, which yeah, mostly true. at the time I don't feel good about my Amazon subscription, yeah. so it made I me happy. Feel guilty about yeah, same. Between this and Little Fires Everywhere, which we watched last month, I'm very pleased with my Amazon subscription right now. Right, so spoilers, full spoilers now. What about how? So get away, get away now with your headphones, will you? Head off to the match. Uh, Aliens. That's <laughs> <laughs> wondering where you were going with Let's this. Let's talk about the aliens. Shruggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the end, the noise is communication from aliens. And it's so obvious, though. Did you? Well, it was so obvious yeah. to us from the very beginning because they were talking about lights in the sky, and yeah. and we've seen all the subsequent movies. But it really captured it. It wasn't obvious to them yeah. in the fifties, who maybe had ne- the word. By the way, the word alien was never mentioned. Yeah, I liked that. It yeah. was other, yeah. was people, no, it people was lights in the sky, and people in the the sky, sky. those people up yeah. there. But in the end, it was a full on, full of, full classic day, flying classic saucer. Flying saucer yeah. But like very exciting. It felt really exciting at the end when they were in the woods looking up at this, what looked like a wonderful, it was a really well done alien ship. We felt their awe, didn't we? Because you're right, we've seen it in a million movies. If we saw one in real life, we probably wouldn't even be that impressed now. Like, But they were just. I really liked and we didn't talk about the ending at all until now because we like to save our discussions for the podcast but I presume we're all on the same boat in that those they were beamed up and disappeared yeah and uh, just left behind their footprints yeah 100% they disappeared. The, the footprints yeah. thing yeah so everyone in the town's going to know now because they did all the radio broadcasts and then they just disappeared but no but the words sp- I don't think the word ship are alien was mentioned on the broadcast yeah that was right. just a weird noise oh and their tape recorder was kind of burnt at the end yes, wasn't it yeah. it, was, it was fried so, so nobody knew it. it's another it, that's all that's what it was left with me it's another mystery like the woman's son yeah it's she knew what was going on but she'd know no evidence and nobody and they believe brought them. her with them and I she know, could have met her I son know. and nobody believed them yeah i felt bad for her and she's the woman you're talking about who the long monologue yes, and yeah. to the point where i thought it nearly felt even like she was quite a hammy actress but it felt true to the film like she was very intent but also they thought she was a bit mad so it kind of worked oh yeah I really enjoyed those scenes with her as well and then they just got up and left and you're like no because we know she's telling the truth we believe her another piece I liked and I guess it's not really a spoiler but we had two young stars protagonists male female both under 20 maybe aged 18 was that kind of the implication 18, they 19 they said she was 16 she's oh 16 16 he might have been 18 older, okay yeah. but there was no messing around with anything romantic it was all quite innocent he yeah. walked her home or he walked her to work he was more of a mentor work. figure if anything yeah but he wasn't that much older he was he and they introduced each other as friends they were friends yeah. and there was no even hint at it crossing anything it was all quite nice and quite innocent mm-hmm. and she took him very literally like even that thing burning biscuits was it or what did he say baking biscuits baking biscuits mm. she thought he was talking about biscuits it was all very yeah. sweet and innocent fun fact actually yeah. it's, 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 that's what I say to Cathy every time we do this just before we hit record I said let's, <laughs> let's bake some biscuits baby oh and the other and she reason runs to the kitchen <laughs> the reason I couldn't understand them at the start was because he was talking with a cigarette in his mouth the whole time mm-hmm. and then it's really funny he's like everyone puts a c- cigarette in their mouth when they're recording audio and I thought yeah. God, I don't know if I ever. Yeah, we no, we're smoking right now. Well, we're, we're always we're we smoke for every yeah, podcast. Very discreet, but yeah, it's funny because you know now you wouldn't make any noise when you're recording. Like you can't be eating or anything like that. As I often have to tell Dave, who like tries to eat while we're recording a I podcast. I just took a sip of my beer. Then. Beer's okay, um, but yeah, I think it's really like I really love. I think it's a sweet little movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's. I honestly don't think there's much to say no. except that it's enjoyable. It's different. I think that's maybe why it's getting good reviews. It's different. You feel like yeah. you're watching something a little bit unique. 
a little bit new, unknown actors, unknown writers, yeah. directors. It's definitely good for these kind of movies on lockdown. It's a know. calling card movie. It is a calling card. That's what it is. And I don't know whether that dog, that cameraman dog, got any credit. <laughs> <for it>. <laughs> <laughs> That's director and cinematographer. But poop, do you think, poop, like, if, like, I think being honest, and I know it did well in that um, film festival honest, last year, happy. but being honest, if it wasn't for lockdown, and if really at the moment Tenet and all these huge movies are out, because this came out in May, I think. If there was a lot of big summer blockbusters out now... You'd have been in the cinema and I'd have been on the couch. Well, no, I just think a lot of people might have missed it, so I'm happy for them. It's like that other movie we watched on Netflix, which we or Amazon, that we really enjoyed, which was Dating Amber. Similarly, I'm glad that they're getting a lot more recognition because of lockdown and people are at home watching yeah. this stuff. So it, it's, it, that's one positive to I the wonder, pandemic. And I know we're, we're talking things Irish and lockdown. Like the, Can we give a shout-out to the Irish show Normal People? That's mm-hmm. like really taken the world by storm and I wonder if it hadn't been for everybody just sitting in on lockdown would it even have been seen around the world well it I was remember know. BBC made it as well but it. I think you're right in that it wouldn't have been so big much like Tiger so King which we wouldn't have all got completely obsessed over for a week mm. or like what were the other shows we got obsessed with what was the one with the pods the dating one Love is Blind Love is Blind we were obsessed that I, was before lockdown it was yeah but it peaked right at the beginning of lockdown in terms of everyone talking about it it's like lockdown's done this thing for viewing that everyone has lamented for years that outside of sports and news people aren't collectively watching you know live TV anymore like Eurovision yeah which like in my day we used to all the whole world would sit well the whole Europe would sit down and watch Eurovision and now it's like now it's like everyone okay while we weren't all exactly watching Tiger King or Love is Blind or whatever at the same time or normal people but we were all watching it within a couple of days of each other and there was a global conversation which has been quite cool so I think yeah it, there's some upside and I'm delighted for I'm delighted for these guys that they're doing so well um, yeah he self-financed it and directed it but then he wrote it under a pseudonym I don't know why so his name is on the directing name but He's he wrote the script to have his name all over it's pretty weird but no, I really enjoyed it. And thank you so much, Mom, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, yeah thanks, Linda. Hopefully we'll have you again before the year is out. Oh, yeah, hopefully. 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 Maybe even in the cinema, we'll see. Yeah. And thanks, everyone, for listening. You can uh, message us about the Vast of Night at, or whatever at uh, The Cinemile on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, thecinemile at gmail.com or uh, or that's it or just shout out the window and if you're near us we'll hear it yeah and if you really <laughs> want to support us it costs you absolutely nothing and takes you all of 10 seconds and if you're on Apple Podcasts please leave us a review rate and subscribe we'd really appreciate it um, yeah. and you know what recommend it to a friend if you like it we'd appreciate that too that'd be nice yeah and if nice. you want to go one step further and Ooh. support the podcast uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon feed it's a whole other bonus podcast where we do retro movies and tv shows fun tv shows fun all the TV stuff shows. mom's been, been on watching. twice this yeah. month been, you, we yeah. did the sinner and twin peaks with you very, did we do very snow recently Piercer? no we didn't do that okay. uh, but we've been watching it um but we should do Snowpiercer. and we, we just watched in bruges so all those episodes are up there now it's at patreon.com forward slash the cinemile uh head over there if that interests well it's you. a good subscription i even subscribe to that to hear myself that's how that's how <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't get you don't get it for free i get nothing for free <laughs> i was like one of the first subscribers i love you it. Were, do you want to hear mm-hmm. some a fun fact yes Dave's mom was subscribed to us and then she unsubscribed. 
Answers on the vodka. I admire her courage. <laughs> she I don't like think silently left the Patreon never to return again. Thankfully, she'll Thanks, Mary. she'll never uh, she'll, she'll never want to listen to the Vast of Night spoilers. So <laughs> <laughs> she'll never hear this. Right, oh, we need to I'm sharing it with her. Oh. <laughs> and we need to go because we have to get up at half five tomorrow morning to get on a ferry to Ireland. I mean, to England. <laughs> We're in Ireland. Yeah very exciting alright goodbye everyone well, that's another thing can I just ha- shout out for fairies fairies are coming back in <laughs> shout, out <laughs> oh shout out for shout out to the fairies shout out, shout out to my boys in Stenoline <laughs> so fairy cross the Mersey that was um, that was a big hit for I'm sure it was Wings was it back in the 50s back, oh no back in the 70s yeah uh-huh. thank okay, you there you go that's so shout out to fairies shout out to Mary anyway, <laughs> any, any, any other mass transportation service you'd like to shout out shout out to mom who made us load of masks to wear on said fairies oh, yes. yes oh and go to our Patreon for the chance to win one of Linda's masks yeah, she makes three ply masks de- ultra cool details three ply in the, um, reusable masks with Indian fabric Auth- authentic Indian 100% cotton soft yeah. We wear them. They look good. We look good. Dave wears them around the house. Just I, l- to, just I to love my good. mask. I was wearing mine earlier with sunglasses, and I was like, I could just rob a bank now. No one would recognize me. And yeah. then I robbed a bank. Awesome. I know. That's why we're getting the whole ferry to ourselves tomorrow morning <laughs> at half five. I rented the whole ferry out for us. It's All a right. treat. Okay. Okay. Let's Bye. 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 No, no, please. Sorry for the wait. Number, please. Okay, I'll connect you. I'm not sure. No, you're the first one to... Yes, we'll let them know. Thank you. Number, please. Yes, we're notifying Highway Patrol. Uh, We'll relay any news to you. Thank you, thank you. Number, please. Sorry for the wait. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>